record to the cloud. Okay, so last time um, we had started the 17th chapter and what the 17th chapter is and, and how we come to the 17th chapter is based on Arjuna's question. So Arjuna's question is this, like let's say we have bhakti but we don't know the proper procedure. What happens to this, such a worship? Uh, you know, what happens to things where it is not well done, right? Not, see, there are three legs, you know, three aspects to uh, everything that we do. And the Upanishad says, Yadeva Vidyaya Karoti, Shraddhaya Upanishada, Tadeva Viravataram Bhavati. That means you need Vidya, you need to know, you need to uh, do, which is Vidhi Purvaka. That means it has to proper uh, follow the proper procedures. And then Shraddha or Bhakti. You need to have that, uh, you know, that, that Bhakti in what you're doing. So when combined, Upanishad says, Viravattaram Bhavati means that becomes very powerful. It's a force multiplier when things are together. You know what you're doing, you're doing the procedure and there is a lot of Bhakti in what you're doing. When these three come together, it's very, very, uh, very, very powerful. right? And that's Sattvic. So if one of these is missing, what happens is what uh, Arjuna is asking, specifically when there is bhakti but not the proper procedure, <coughs> right? Then what happens? So then the, that's what Krishna, uh, so whenever Arjuna asks a question, many times in Gita, Krishna goes back to fundamental, right? He goes to the root of the problem and then tries to answer that. And that's what he uh, starts in this chapter, in the second verse, he says, Trividha bhavati shraddha dehinam sa swabhavaja sattviki rajasi chaiva tamati cheti tam shruno. There are three. So, what is shraddha? Shraddha is our beliefs about the world. You know, in, in the you know, in English, you can call it worldview or mental model, right? How we see the world, what we what we believe that the world is, right? Our actions. And what we do, how we understand the world, depends on our worldview or our our mental model, right? And what we say, uh, you know, or whatever we do, do not really reflect who we are, right? Our mental model reflects who we are. Basically, a lot of things that we do reflects who we are, right? So Krishna is going to be talking about that. So what we do is who we are, because what we do is more resonant with uh, who we are than what we speak. We can say so many things, but it, when it comes to doing, we'll do what we really believe uh, the world is. That's what we do. So that is what uh, that is what Krishna is saying. There are three kinds of that kind of belief. That's Sat, Rajasi, and Tamas. Right? So there are three kinds. And then Krishna says, Sattvanu Rupa Sarvasya Shraddha Bhavati Bharata. Shraddha Mayoyam Purusho Yoyatha Saeva Saha. Very, very powerful. What he says is, how we see the world, what our beliefs about the world is, that is what we really are. Our nature is revealed in that. Our nature is revealed in how we see the world 
and therefore what we do in this world that is what our nature is right was there a question okay so uh, what we what we believe about the world is what our nature is so what krishna is going to say after that already said talked about what we worship right but more importantly what we eat we can ahara achara these four things in achara there is yagna dana tapa that's three and ahara what the food with we consume these reveal to us not you know it's not about others but yeah we can also know about others but what is most important is what is our nature is revealed by what we eat how we worship who we worship what we worship what kind of charity we do and what kind of austerities or what kind of disciplines we have in word deed and uh, you know uh, action or a word kaya vacha manasa that is what we do with our, our uh, thinking how we think what we speak and what we do so all of these things are revealed will reveal our nature whenever i say our nature it might be our you know prabhava as as in the, our manas basically it's our manas which as influenced by the context in which we live and then ultimately what will persist over a long time will reveal about us who in the atma sense in the atma sense who we are is revealed by how we look at the world what we eat how we act who we worship what we give how we give and then the disciplines that we perform all of these reveal at one level we think and at a very deeper level the nature of our very atma uh, who we are all of those things are revealed by ahara and achara right so then talks about he says yajante satvika devan yaksharaksamsi rajasaha pretan bhutaganams chanye yajante tamasa janaha so superficially it says that the satvikas worship the forces of light the forces of good right the devatas the devata gana the rajasas are the ones who are interested in rakshasa bhut you know rakshasa gana as in yaksha rakshasa stands for what rakshasa is power yaksha is wealth so they are after wealth and power and they worship wealth and power that's what they 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 care for and then the rakshasas pretan bhutagana so basically it's like tamasic worship is you know demonic kind of worship but we of we also see in a very deeper sense what it means is we also see that bad people can also do devata worship it's not like bad people only do this kind of worship so in a deeper sense what this uh, shloka is saying is good people when they worship they worship in the forces of light to to get gnana bhakti vairagya when they and, and they are worshiping knowingly they know what they are doing they are following the procedures there is bhakti all the three uh, legs of shraddha is available when the rajasas are do, doing the devata puja even when they are doing the devata puja they are doing it for money and power they are not following any proper procedures right they are not following any procedures there might not be any bhakti 
nothing at all right no knowledge so that such kind of worship even if you say devata you know even if you devatam uddishya that means if if your your worship is to the devatas who takes it yaksha rakshamsi the one who accepts your worship are the yakshas and the rakshasas the asuraganas are the ones that are getting your puja that means even though you might be doing mantras you might be doing all of those things procedure is faulty when there is no bhakti there is no gnana and it's for power and wealth the rulers of power and wealth are what rakshasa yakshaganas so they are the ones who are accepting your worship not the devatas even though you are worshiping the devatas the acceptance of that worship is by the asuraganas and not for the, not the devatas okay the same way when there is you know there is no procedure no bhakti nothing and it is all demonic where you want the destruction there is no self or or the other you know it's for you know black magic in all of those things right you want the destruction of the others and all of that such kind of worship even if you do it for the devatas will be accepted by pretaganas the demonic the ghosts the pretas preta means what the those who have left the body and are dangling right that, that is called pretagana so bhuta pretagana they are getting that they are accepting it not the devatas so that means when you wish some action through your worship that is not going to the devatas because devatas do not take that worship they take the the bhuta the pretaganas take that worship okay so is very important when you are worshiping the devatas that you have the right knowledge the follow the right procedure and have bhakti and ask for gnana vairagya and bhakti not anything else because if you ask for anything else see the devatas know what you need you don't have to tell them what you need and you know my guru is to say when uh, when, when when your kids ask you for something again and again you get a little irritated but when they do without asking you would love to bring them things that they love right that is what you need is 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 how the worship should be you don't have to tell the devatas you don't have to tell paramatma what you need because you don't even know if that is good for you or not right eventually so you we only see what we think but not what really matters right paramatma the devata ganas know what is really good for us they know what to give us so don't ask for things as for gnana bhakti vairagya whatever you don't have whatever you need they are that is what krishna says right yoga kshemam vahamyaham what is yoga kshema yoga means what that which you don't have when you get that that's called yoga kshema means that which you have that needs to be protected that is kshema so krishna says i will take care of your yoga and kshema what you need and what needs to be protected that you already have you don't have to tell me what to give but all you, all you have the right to ask is gnana bhakti vairagya everything else parmatma knows what to give when to give right so don't do not dictate your terms parmatma will handle it that is satvika but when you start dictating when you start asking for power and wealth and all that is that becomes rajasika then the dev, the devatas shun those kinds of worship 
the Rakshasas with the same name as the Devadas accepted, right? And so they, they would uh, give you that and then they'll they take hold of your Manas and Chitta and drive you into that thinking. And when it is purely destructive, then it is a Pratagana's are attracted to that worship. They take it, they accept it and they take you in their faith. So that is what Krishna is saying. How we worship, what we ask in our worship determines who we are and what path we are going to follow. Right? Very important. This is very important. Sunila, can I ask a question? Yes, yes. So if somebody rajasik, meaning like you know, they're desiring power or, or money or you know position in the society, they go go to the temple to worship and say they ask for those things. So they go to rakshasas with the same name. So they go to go to Ganesha temple and worship. So who is the rakshasa equivalent of Ganesha? Yeah, there's a, you know the Gane, Ganapati. There is a rakshasas by the name of all the devatas. Okay, so, so basically, a, if Basically, yeah. if you ask for something which is uh, rajasic in nature, so it, it even it doesn't even go, you don't even have to go to the temple. That's what basically it. Correct. Basically, so, even know. if you're going to the temple, was a waste is a waste of time. I mean, it's and then a- and, sat- and the sattvic person really yeah. doesn't have to ask anything. Uh, even so, so any, no, you, you, you have to, the te- to ask, but you have to ask for the right things. So okay. if you ask for, give me the capacity to do good things to the society. Okay. You know, like that. To, you know, okay. I want to do dana. Give me the capacity to do dana. Okay. Right? So okay. that is the one, that is sattva. But if you are saying, oh, I want that thing, you are dictating to the devatas when you don't even know whether getting that thing is good or not for you. Right? In, and you, we, this, we have done this exercise, uh, you know, many times before. It is like, go, go back 10 years. All the desires you had 10 years ago. Right? And many of those things have already been met. What did that give you? Right? Are you satisfied with it? Are you even happy with it? Sometimes, you know, we think getting something will make us happy, but then you'll, you'll, you'll find out that that was the wrong thing to get. So basically, we don't have, we don't know what is good for us. We don't know. Because, you know, because we don't know the future. We don't know the implications. Right? There's so many other causalities that come in play, which we do not think, we, did, we do not, we cannot think about. We do not understand. So what, when you are asking the devatas, do not ask for a specific thing because you are dictating. That should not be. That's rajasic. You cannot dictate your, what you devatas. So it is said that uh, whatever you ask, I mean, like whatever helps with your journey in life is what gets fulfilled, not whatever you ask for. That automatically happens, right? Whether you ask it or not. No, no. When you ask, you are actually uh, removing what is good for you out, because the devatas no longer accept it, right? I mean, when I say it, it's not like black and white. You know, it might be that, let's say, hundred percent. You're 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 offering hundred percent in terms of your worship. When without taking hundred percent because of you know bhakti, and lack of a few things. 10th, there might be a 10% acceptance by the devatas. 90% will go to the rakshasas. Right? Because there will be something good that you are, you are worshipping with. Something good is there. So the only the good portion the, the, the devatas accept. The bad portions the rakshasas will accept. So the rakshasas will actually fulfill your requirements? Will, 
whether they fulfill or not, they'll take you in their path because you're stronger. So that is a part of Maya. So you just go in that path. You'll go in that path. Yeah, you'll feel like more and more inclined to go towards that path, right? They might make that happen so that you are convinced that you that is the kind of worship you need, right? You you don't know, right? Because it depends on the convictions. So that is why Krishna says palakamsha should not be. Why palakamsha should not be there? Because you don't have to dictate. The devatas know. Paramatma knows what's good for us. Why do you have to tell them? Don't tell them. Just ask for jnana bhakti vairagya. That's it. Give me that. I, I want your anugraha. Purna anugraha siddhyarte. Jnana bhakti vairagya siddhyarte. Right? So that is the things you ask. That's sattvika. Right? That's also kama. That's also sattvika desires. That's something that you, may to, you, you, you are supposed to ask. But don't ask for specific things, power, position, wealth, and all of those things because does dislike such an offering. So they might not fully accept it. Right? And therefore, they, they said you need to be careful what how you worship because that determines who it goes to. Okay. So it's a very important verse, um, in a shloka in understanding you know, how to worship. And then here, he, Krishna is giving the, the tamasikas the, uh, describing what the tamasikas do, how their worship is. He says uh, in, in 5, he says, Ashastra Vihitam. That means they do not follow any procedure. They, if they are the gurus who are on TV or internet and Facebook and all of those things, those two, what those gurus say, procedure is not important. You can do whatever, Kamakarata, right? You can do whatever you want. You know, it's, you know, like people say, I'm spiritual, I'm not ritualistic, right? Th those kinds of things is, is not, it's not Shastra, actually. He says, Ashastra is what? Shastra is not giving you that procedure. You're not following Shastric procedure. And you're, st you're doing what you want, what you think is right, right? That is not really Shastric. It's not Shastrika. So that is one of the things. One of the mark is not following the procedures or not even wanting to follow the procedures. You might be in the process of learning it, which is fine. But if you say, I don't need procedures, I will just do the things I That is Ashastra Vihitam. Very important. Ghoram. This is again, right? Ghoram means what? Ugra. You know, it is like, you know, you're, you're torturing yourself. In, in the story of Buddha, right? When Buddha has gone to the forest to learn uh, different practices, one of the practices is Gora. You know, they are like fasting for many, many days. They are torturing themselves. Those kinds of worship is not really. That is tamasic worship. That's not satic worship. Devatas do not. It's extreme. The torturing worship is for the Pratyaganas, Bhutaganas and the Rakshasas. It is not for the Devatas. Can I ask you one, Sunil? Uh, rituals. I mean, here you're mentioning that rituals are really important, not just spirituality but you know the all the Upanishadic teachings they don't talk about rituals it's just just about discovering the self and uh you know abiding by the self so there, there's no there's no rituals involved no, it is in the it is Upanishadic there. teachings yes why not no no see remember Upanishadic teaching mentions the rituals of course it's not talking about the rituals because it's not the ritual portion right Yajur Veda is the ritual portion See, Rig Veda is the mantras for the devatas and of course for Paramatma. 
but then yajurveda is the application of you know rigveda you know uh, when uh, when you are using the the agni mantra the agnim dhotam or, or or you know indra all of these mantras right where are they used then the yajurveda says oh when you are spreading firewood then this mantra has to be used when you are uh, lighting the fire then that mantra has to be used when then you are putting the havis in the fire then this mantra has to be used so the mantra is just there in the rigveda the application of the mantra is in the yajurveda right the whole the brahmana section of the uh, the veda is what what is brahmana brahmana means what brahmanam anati that means it is telling you the meaning of these applications why is this mantra used in this ritual why you have to turn the north turn east turn all of these things are not in the rigveda it is in the yajurveda because yajurveda portion is for the procedures right when vedavyasa did the 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 uh, differentiation of all of these mantras he rigveda mantras was for samhita you know it's for the the mantra portion yajurveda was for the ritual portion right and so that is like you know and and thus the yajurveda mantra is not separate rigveda mantras only are part of yajurveda mantras so like, you know, what, what, my, what yeah my question is like you know there are a lot of people who do only meditative practices for example when they that don't go to the temple so if you do if you, if you just do the meditative practices without going to the ritualistic worship is that wrong it is wrong definitely wrong see again we when we talk about yajna I mean, all this talking, i mean like ramakrishna mission ramachandra mission i mean there are a lot of these missions all these people the people they go their main focus is on meditation correct but without ritualism there is nothing and of course yajna has been defined by krishna as not just a physical ritual but is also disciplines meditation yeah. is also yajna right japa yajna is there swadhyaya yajna is there but also dravya yajna is there right dravya See, yajna the, has been sorry the, the science part and technology part are different and unfortunately the english words ritual you know all these words are very in, in a different meaning actually karma kanda we have to use sanskritam words that will help us you know um jana no, right see if you look at that in the sanskrita yaja poojana is the dhatu correct yaja means poojana worship means see ritual what the, the 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 bad rap for ritual has come because it is rich in christian thinking see what what they said is you know all these practices are devil worship from what western point of view when when the christian missionaries came to india they were like what they are doing it is all devil worship so we have inherited that thinking and we are looking at our own selves the same way as the west looked at us but the, the but the show they, me one one thing in all the vedic literature where it says the ritual or the yajna part is bad show me one part upanishad talks about yajna where is it not talking about yajna but uh, the whole purpose of doing the ritual and doing the puja is to get your focus and concentration so you can meditate on the self right i mean that's the whole the whole process is to get meditate to that on paramatma paramatma yes. paramatma okay yes correct but, but what if you what if you are able to do it without that ritual uh, what no, is that the is problem not, that's not possible is what i'm trying to say that is 
not possible. That's what Krishna is saying. That is what if the exact question that you ask, that is the exception is that is what Arjuna is asking here. Ye Shastra Vidhim Utsrajya Yajante Shadhayan Vitaha. That is exactly what you said. Those who give up Shastra procedures, ritualistic procedures, and are worshipping just with Shraddha, doing meditation, Krishna Arjuna is asking, what kind of worship is that? Is that Sattvika, Rajasa, Tamasa? Krishna I think said, uh, I think it meant Shastra in there, it means scriptural knowledge. I mean, lack of scriptural knowledge should not prevent you from doing Shastra Vidhi. Vidhi means rules. Why? What are the rules for rituals? Yajante, it's Yajana, right? You are worshipping. This is the ritual part. Yajana. Yajana without Shastra Vidhi. That is where you are saying, I will not do anything, you know, ultimately meditation. No, there is no ultimately meditation. It is all, see, if you look at the third chapter, what does Krishna say? Sahayajnaha Prajasishta Purovacha Prajapatihi. That means what is it? Yajnas and the, the societies, the, the human beings were, when they were created, they were created together. And what did the Brahma say? Brahma said to the, to the Manishyas, he said, use this Yajna to feed the Devatas. And let the Devatas be happy with what you feed and give you everything that you desire. This is the Yajna Chakra. What is the Yajna Chakra in the third chapter? There is no yajna chakra. Where is the yajna? Then uh, where is uh, where is the chakra? If there is no yajna, right? Krishna is saying the whole of the thing is centered on fire. Fire is the most important thing. Fire is the medium between the devatas and us. Right? That's why it's, it's said agnim dutam. He is the is the messenger of the devatas. Agni is the messenger. So carries our offerings and the blessings comes from the devatas. Right? Without Agni, where what what do you do? There has to be, you know, there has to be Agni. There has to be worship in Agni. Right? There's no worship without Agni. Right? Yes. To some extent, we can say that Agni can be internal Agni. Fine. But then our responsibility is also in the Panchamaha Yajna. Dravya Yajna is more abusive because the, the Devatas are the Dravya Yajna, which we are not doing. Right? Of course, we are not doing that. But that is what, it, it, it doesn't mean we are right. It means we are lacking in doing that. That's it. So as well, as long as we understand that we are lacking that part, let's not assume that, oh, you know, that is not needed because we have come to some higher level. There's no higher level. Even the highest level, you still have to do Pujana. Right? You have to do the Pujana. So that is very important. And that is exactly what Krishna is talking about, which is what Arjuna's question is. Say I am the meditator and I have all the, uh, you know, I will meditate on uh, myself uh, or uh, whatever and I don't have to do any, any Vidhi. Krishna says no, that is imperfect. That's not the way to do it. Right? That whole chapter starts with that question. Okay. So, yeah. So here Krishna is saying, Ashastra Vihitam Goram. So what is the version like? Not following the procedures. Ghoram, it's torturing extremes of worship. Tapyante ye tapo janaha. Those are the ones who, the, the, that's the worship and disciplines that they have. Damba ahankara 
samyuktaha what is that for it's a you know it is show off it is selfish it is for power all of it is the, the goals of all of this is that kama raga bala so they based on desire and and lust and all of those things and and for power if that is the worship that is tamasic the tamasic worship is like that right doesn't follow procedures is extreme uh you know and it is for selfishness it is for greed so all of those things is tamasic and then he goes on to say karsha karshayantaha please uh, please mute if there is no question please mute karshayantaha sharirastham bhuta grama machetasaha mam chaiva anta sharirastham tan vidhi asura nischayam that means those who have asura nischaya that is both rajas and tamas and mainly tamas karshant what are they doing they are limiting the devata bhuta grama mimam krishnam the devata gana right the surya devata is in the eyes chandra devata in the ear you know the the voice is agni ashwini kumaras nasal right all the devatas are there in our body what they are doing they are by torturing oneself they are limiting them showing them as small they are disrespecting the devatas within and without they are disrespecting the antaryami within those de- that is what the worship is is a show of disrespect it's not worship that is tam that is asura nischaya that means that is the conviction of the asuras is that is how it should be that is their shuddha okay so this is we are done until 6 is is there any question until now okay so now i said krishna is arjuna you know there are two things for us to identify ourselves it's not you know this is not to judge others it is to identify within ourselves what is that ahara achara our ahara and achara are based on sattva rajas tamas within us what is dominant within us our ahara follows that our achara achara is what yagna dana tapa how we worship what we worship what we give charity donation how we give all of those things what are the motivations for that and tapas our discipline discipline in the mind discipline in words discipline in the body what attracts us determines who we are you can identify your nature and it need not be your your atma nature it can be your antakarana nature right but then it is what it is telling you is what is dominating now so that you can correct it you can correct it that's what krishna said. so what are the two most important things ahara achara so he starts with ahara what kind of food and how what food tells about us what kind of food that we eat and consume and like tells about us our antakarna our nature what we like right our likes and dislikes so krishna says he says ahara ahara stopi sarvasya trividho bhavati priyaha yagya tapa tatha danam tesham bhedam imam shruno so like what i said there are bhavati priyaha so there are three kinds three types 
major types of uh, ahara and achara that people like right trividha bhavati priya and and what are the uh, ahara is fine food that we consume achara is what yajna tapa and dana what we give so all of these reflect who we are all of these reflect who we are right what we eat how we worship what we like to worship what we give what we like to give how we like to give the disciplines we like all of those things reveal a lot about ourselves right so this this gives an insight into who we are the nature the dominant nature that is driving us right so let's look at ahara so he starts with ahara food before going to this what i want to do is there's a very important insight that krishna is talking about here that we can first we can understand that chandogya upanishad can chandogya upanishad can you see that i switch to chandogya can you see that yes sashtakanda ah okay so that's what you're saying right so this is what this is the uddalaka shweta ketu right the tatvamasi portion of uh, the uh, the uh, chandogya upanishad shweta ketu and we have discussed this uh, before as well uh, the first portion so we are going to go discuss this portion now shashta actually panchava panchava khanda we are going to discuss so shweta ketu has gone for uh, to the gurukula remember shweta ketu's brother is who nachiketa that is the katopanishad the beauty of this is amazing is nachiketa uddalaka thinks you know he is like useless fellow and he does not send him for education but then it turns out that he is the one with real knowledge nachiketa in the katopanishad shwetaketu he thinks he is very brilliant boy he needs education so he sends him to gurukula right that's what the 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 this portion of Yogi Upanishad there, Shweta Ketu is saying, "Hey, you are you are you are uh, you are only playing around this ashrama. You need education. Otherwise, you will become Brahma Bandhu. That means only means namesake Brahmana. You have not had any studies. You have to go study. So he sent him to Gurukula. Twelve years he studies in Gurukula, and when he comes back, he comes back with arrogance, ego, right? And then Udalaka is like, this is not real education, right? he has got literal education not real education that means he doesn't understand the spirit of that education because he has come back with arrogance so then he you know to show him the real thing the lack that he has he tells him you know do you know some that thing from a which that which you don't know can be known the unknown can be known and then shweta ketu is like oh I, he doesn't say i don't know he says probably my teacher did not know that so he didn't teach me so he still arrogance is there at the beginning and then slowly uddalaka takes him step by step step by step in the second portion uddalaka is telling uh, uh, what is called as the trivutkrana as in the the world whole of creation comes from three you know satvarajas tamas but then also the annamaya kosha the structure of this whole world is annamaya kosha is what prithvi tatva jala tatva agni tatva the three so that's the trivut karana everything in the universe 
has is made up of three different proportions of three so he's showing saying that so that then he's saying there is a common thread across everything look at the sun the sun has prithvi tattva jala tattva agni tattva look at uh, you know and then look at what we eat the what we eat uh, you know is is divided into three what we drink is divided into three all of those things right that portion i want to because what we who, who we are is what we eat where did that come from we are what we eat it came from chandogya upanishad this portion so i want to how we think comes from what we eat that comes from chandogya upanishad right so let's look at this first and then we'll understand why krishna is saying the things he saying and that's the link okay any questions so far Uh, Krishna, uh, uh, Sunil, just a quick question. Did Krishna, in Gita anywhere, uh, is it covered the Pranamaya, Anandamaya, Granamaya, Manomaya? No, no, that's, uh, that's Taitri Upanishad. Taitri Upanishad, okay. That's yeah. covered in that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here, the, uh, the Annamaya Kosha, which is, uh, uh, you know, that's Prithvi Tattva, Jala Tattva, Agni Tattva. So he's, he's, uh, he's Trivat Karana. The whole of the creation is from these three, as in the physical Kosha. See, Annamaya Kosha means what? The physical structure. So a dead body is also Annamaya Kosha. A thing is also Annamaya Kosha, right? Pranamaya Kosha, only the living Kosha. That means when you're breathing, heart is beating, pulse is there, then the prana is there within us. Indriyas are there, then the prana is there. Otherwise, if the prana goes away, the dead body and the stone, they're all the same. They're all Annamaya Kosha. The whole of the universe is Annamaya Kosha. Okay. So Annamaya Kosha is made of three. Prithvi Tattva, Jala Tattva, Agni Tattva. So Trivat Karana, Uddhalaka is explaining. So if you look at the, the Panchama, the, chat, the Chaturtha Khanda, see, in, in the fourth Khanda, Uddhalaka is explaining, see, Yadagne Rohitam Rupam, Tejas Tad Rupam, Yat Shuklam Tadapam, Tadapam, Yat Krishnam Tadamnasya. So here, uh, Prithvi Tattva is called Anna, because that's what is the major in Anna is Prithvi Tattva. Look at fire. He's saying there's a common thread. There's a common thread about, around the world, around the creation. Look at fire. He's giving examples. Yat rohi. Fire in the fire. Yat rohitam rupam. Tat tejaha. That is the agni tattva. Yat shuklam. The white color. The white, whitish color in the fire is the jala tattva. And the dark color in the fire is the Prithvi Tattva. So within fire, there is three, a mix of three, with Agni being the most, right? And the same Aditya, right? Rohitam Rupam. Look at the sun. That there is a reddish yellow. When he says red, it's like the reddish yellow. That yellow portion of it or the red portion of it is Agni. The whitish portion of it is Jala. And the darkish portion of it is Prithvi. So you see, he's showing it everywhere. It's there everywhere. The Trivat Karana is there in everything around us, right? So he's, he's saying that, identify this. It is there around you. And now he's saying it is also there within us, right? So that's the Panchama Kanda. That is a beautiful, very good Kanda. So he says, Anna Mashitam Tredha Vidhiyate Tasya Yaha Stavishto Dhatuhu Tat Purisham Bhavati Yo Madhyamas tanmamsam. Yo, 
ಬಾಡಿ converts the food that we eat in three portions three portions right yes thavishtaha so the food that we goes in the gross portion of it the gross part like it's like you know if you uh, you take the the when you when you get the squeeze the juice out of it the pulp that is there that is the thavishta the grossest portion is the pulp the juice is the the madhyama portion right so that is the, the very similar to that so the grossest portion what happened stavishto dhatuho the grossest portion of our food what happens tat purisham purisham means excreta the grossest portion of the food that we eat is excreted out that's the excreta food becomes three three things one is excreta excreta is the gross portion of it yo madhyamaha the middle which is equal to what when you are squeezing the juice that comes out of that that means neutral tan mams what happens to that the middle portion that's the nutrients that goes to your dhatu the tissues right majorly mamsa the muscle tissue is going to the muscle and all of those things right that's that, that's give one that's going giving us strength the nutrition the nutrients so the food the grossest is excreta the middle portion is the nutrients that goes to the physical nutrients then what yaha anishtaha the one which is very subtle tan manaha that goes to the mind got it food is divided into three things in the body three portions the gross portion goes down as excreta the middle middle portion madhyama goes to the body as nutrition and the anima that is that which is very good uh, very uh, subtle portion that influences the mind therefore we are what we eat comes from this that means what we eat influences our mind it influences our manas it influences our antakarna how we eat is what there is a link between manas and anna and this is the link got it and this is why this is then you will understand what krishna is saying is there is there a question only very minor portion is going to the manas and if that is truly what is defining your character or nature it's not minor um, it's a subtle oh, portion subtle, subtle portion, portion not the minor portion oh, okay it is the essence which is going to the mind the bulk yeah. portion is staying as fecal material yeah the yeah the bulk is the fecal material correct the bulk is the fecal material then there is nutri the nutrients that goes to grow the body and there is a subtle portion of it that is not minor portion it is a subtle that means there is a subtle vibhaga 
I think uh, physiologically, I can explain that as uh, the fiber stays in the stool, that is the bulk. Okay. And then the, the protein uh, fat or the building blocks, they go to the build your muscles and stuff. And the, the glucose, the fine glucose, which nourishes the mind, brain, that's the essence, the, the oh. everything, all the physiology gives towards forming glucose. Yeah. Krishna, there's something more to this. Actually, the food carries information, not only the glucose and other stuff, uh, you know, the food actually carries information and your gut is your second brain. Yeah, yeah, but still there's physiological uh, re- yeah. causality behind that, right? There's a, there's some physiology there. Okay, so what Krishna is saying is whatever we eat, it's not just to grow the body that influences the manas as well. How we think, what we think. There's a lot of influence in what we eat. So don't think, think eating is just for the body. Eating is also for the, it's also mind food. It's body food and the mind food. Because there is an influence both on the body. portion of it influences the body as its nutrients. The other portion of the body, other portion of the food influences our thinking. The, how the brain works. How, how we think. What are the motivations we have. So that is what it is. Right? Food. That is what? What we eat is who we are. We are what we eat. That is what this one says. Then he says, that is the Prithvi Tattva, right? Coming to Apas Tattva, he says, Apaha Pita Tridha Vidhiyante Tasam Yas Tavishto Datuhu Tan Mutram Bhavati Tan Lohitam Yo Anishtaha Sapranaha. What does he say? He says, Apaha, when we drink water, liquids, when it goes inside the body, there is three things. Prana makes it into three things. What the grossest portion of it becomes mutra. You know, uh, urine. The grossest goes as urine, sweat, all of those things. Then stavishto dhatuhu tan mutram. One portion goes as waste, which is the gross. The other portion, the nutrients portion goes to, what is it? the blood, dhatu, right? And also goes into the all of the uh, lubrication and mucosa and all of those things, right? That everything that is kapha, what we call kapha or kapha, that is all derived from jalatattva, right? That, and the most portion of what we drink, the jala, water, is goes to our prana. It goes to our prana, right? So if you look at it, there are three sources of prana. The air is the immediate source of prana and the largest source of prana is air. When we breathe, we are getting the prana directly. Water is the second biggest source of prana. Right? And if you leave air, because you have to breathe to live, so it is a given. So that is why in, in one of the uh, portions of this khanda of, uh, of this, uh, this portion, you know, then uh, to to make him understand this, he will tell uh, Shweta Ketu to fast for 15 Drink as much water as you want, but don't eat any food. And then he, when he comes back, he says, tell me all of this Vedic portion. He does not remember. So he says, see, the water, the water has prana element. And therefore, we are alive even without eating. But then all of your brain faculty 
are not working because things are no longer there. Because the manas, the anna, who is going to manas tattwa. So that, that is not there. So your manas is not able to recall. So go and eat. And then he'll go eat and come back. And then he'll recall everything. So he says, you know, recall is not you. It is all the processes within our body that is causing you to recall or not to recall. Where is your ahankar? Right? Where, where you cannot, when you don't eat, you cannot even remember what ankara you have. That is, he wants to show, show him his position. Right? So in that, that is what he uh, he's talking about here. So drinking is the biggest source of prana. Water is the second biggest source of prana. Food is the third biggest source of prana. The prana. When the prana is uh, pulled from the nutrients, that is the third one. First major one is breathing. That's why pranayama, right? Prana. Second one is uh, water. Third is food. Right? So then and what the, is saying? There is the a grossest... fourth one also, Sunil. Piva uh, came to know that when people do asirvachanas, the pranic energy is actually improved for a person. When you get asirvachana by elders and by pundits. Yes. Yes. But that's not a bhoga, right? That's just ashirvada. Like what we are consuming, air, that is our biggest. We consume water, that is our second. And food is the third. Okay, so in water, the grossest portion of it goes as urine, sweat, urine, and all of that. The, the nutrient portion of the middle portion of it is blood. And then all of the kapha elements, mucus, mucosa, and all of those elements. And then the, the subtle element is the one that goes to sustain prana within us. After air, water is the biggest contribution to life force within us. Right? So there are three. Then he says, Agni, Tejo Ashitam, Tredha Vidhiyate. So now Agni, when we eat Agni, so what does eating Agni mean? What is Agni? Eating Agni? Spices. Huh? No, no, Spice. not, spices. not spices. Here it's not spices. Oils. Ghee. The stages. So, Tejaha Ashitam Tredha Vidhiyate. When the oils go into the body, it is converted into three portions. Yes, Thavishtaha Dhatuhu Tadasti. So the gross portion of it that becomes the bone and the marrow, the nerves and all of those things, right? That is all from the oil that we consume. The, that is the lipids and all of those things, right? That, we, that the grossest portion of it goes to build and maintain Asti Majja, right? Asti Majja. The, especially the nerves, very important. Oil is very important for that. Right, the fats. So fat Especially is very important. The ghee is so important for the kids, for the yes. brain cells development. Exactly. I don't understand this vegan concept. This is, this is a low fat, no fat diet yep. is, uh, is useless. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, here he's saying the fat is the one that builds up our bones and our uh, this one, uh, majja, especially our nerve tissue, majja. Right. That is very very important. Yastavishto dhato tadasti bhavati. Yeah, madhyama, the middle nutrients is majja, right? The grossest part is our bones, going to our bones. The middle part 
the essence of it goes to nervous system muscle and nervous system like of course i shouldn't say muscle because muscle is more of anna but this is more of nerves so they're responding to balabadas thing you know uh, vegan diet does have fat like you know we have flax seed we have all that stuff is vegan but it's oh, all, nice. plenty of very fat nice. yeah just want to yeah, yeah. Fat, thank yeah. you thank you yeah, <laughs> thank no you. fat no fat is really that is not that is killing people that should not be there fat is very important right right samajja why because that is the one that is maintaining our system is 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 fat it's it's very important right yeah anishtaha the most subtle portion of it savak our vocal cords our our the voice comes from uh, fat that is the connection how we speak is dependent on the fat so it is like i was because you see vak is who is the vak abhimani agni agni devata is vak abhimani devata so the agni that we eat which is all the fatty uh, food and all of those things that is the one the grossest portion becomes our 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 uh, to construct and maintain our asti bones bone systems so whenever we say bone it's bone bone like our uh, you know the nails hair all of those things that all of those are uh, in you know that that part the the more essence part of it is our nervous system and then the the most uh, you know the the subtle part of it is our voice what we convey our words so that means if people are having problem with words fat is very important i don't know if there is any research or anything so uh, any you know any any problem with the way we speak with any spe- uh, speech uh, development issues fat is very important Uh, according to this i think the fat uh, is the one which provides the fire element right um so that's basically the speech has connotation of you know fiery speech right so the speech has that fire element uh, embedded in it so i think that's the connection there yeah, so fat there, and fire and fire element and then speech having a fire element as well so i think people who have more of the fire element can have very good speeches so i get if it gets too in excess it becomes fiery speech and <laughs> if it's not excess might be like a otherwise your speech volume might be very very low yeah and that's yeah. what your sattva is determined by that right your agni yeah see they say your agni is shown by your walk yeah people who are strong can speak strongly yeah people who are weak will not be able to speak strongly right that is a determination of the kind of agni they have that's yes. very 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 important and then one more thing i want to add about this fat thing that came up here is uh you know like so the ghee has saturated fat but it does not supply essential fatty acids they are obtained from uh, certain food sources like you know uh, almonds walnuts flax seed hemp seed so, the, see, uh, so if you not if you are a vegetarian those are the sources otherwise you're not going right. to get essential fatty acids no, no, by see, just ghee alone when we when we say tejaha it is fatty sources which is nuts also come under this sources of oil is not just uh, ghee and other oils it is also like nuts you know it's it's from these nuts that to make oil right so basically all of those things come under this sources of yeah. oil and oil themselves they are all here as agni see then is annayam hi somya manaha apo maya pranaha tejo mai vagiti so bhuya eva ma bhagavan vigyapayati tatha somyate hovacha 
so he says annamaya hi manaha the annamaya mana is annamaya he says it means it's not annamaya kosha annamaya means what what we think the elements of that is you from your food it is not you it is what you eat that is the influencing what you think annamaya isomya manaha apomaya prana prana shakti your 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 liveliness right your freshness and liveliness and 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 uh, the, everything out of those it is not you it is the source in water so what he saying is you know annamaya apomaya is prana tejomayi vag your 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 speech is from the fire element from from the oils from the fat fatty substances so basically what you think you are is made from the elements that is out there who are you is what he is asking i mean he will just destroy shweta ketu and then rebuild it beautifully you know we have to do this portion of Chand- chandogya upanishad is too big but we have to really do this portion of chandogya upanishad uh, to understand this beautiful that is chapter 6 uh, right is chapter 6 chapter 6 yeah. he says annamayami somya so manas what you think is basically determined by what you are eating you are not in control of it your prana you know that you be live you know you are alive is what because of water that you are drinking not because of you right your speech is because of the the tejas that you are eating the 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 fatty food that you are eating not because of you because he also so, says ask him to uh, fast for like a uh, few yeah. days and then tell him that what what all portions have been uh, his mind stops functioning after a while because correct, correct. i no... think that's the next part right uh, the, i think that's the next part so what he's saying is you know you you came with a lot of ego i am the one who knows everything if you don't eat for 15 days you're not even able to recall that what do you know so he's cutting him down to size that is not education ego is not education right vidya dadati vinayam where is the vinaya he is not have any vinaya right so then he cuts him to size by saying nothing that you think you are is you your speech from you know fatty foods your uh, the, uh, the your your prana comes from your water your the the ability to think comes from your food who are you right so he is kind kind of cutting him down to size and then he is like you know bhuya eva bhagavan vignapayatu tell me more tell me more tell me more right and like, like slowly slowly he is realizing i don't know i don't know oh, i never knew this and then slowly he is cut into size and then he gets the vinaya beautiful this this is amazing uh, chandogya upanishad very good right so why i wanted to visit this part uh, in the panchava khanda is the of the sixth chapter is that that he is saying what we eat converted to three portion the like uh, what krishna said the fiber and the gross portion becomes our stools is excreted out right and uh, uh, the the essence portion is the nutrients that that builds our muscles and all of those tissues and all that the uh, the most subtle portion of it goes to our mind it influences the way we think what we drink the water we drink the most grossest portion of it goes as mutra urine i'll say urine sweat and all of that the uh, the second the uh, essence of that 
goes to prana right i mean uh, the essence of that uh, goes to as as the blood right and all of its mucus and all of those things and subtle portion of it goes to prana and then the the fire that we eat which is basically fatty and fat, oily foods and sources of that the grosses of it becomes asti a structure the uh, essence of it is our nerve, nervous system and the most subtle part of it is what our speech so this is how it divided this is called as trivitkarna right that's what uh, he says okay now we can understand what krishna says any question no question let me drink my prana <laughs> okay so now what is the satvika food okay so krishna says again this is like the 60000 feet level not he's not saying eat this eat that he's saying this is the the ideology of satvik food come down and it translates into what vegetables what everything right what food uh, we'll see in detail all of those what is the kind of food see it's a satvika priyaha if you are satvika nature by very nature you like these kinds of food what are that ayuhu sattva bala arogya sukha प्रीति विवर्धनाथिक when it is to restore balance right you have to look at satvik as balanced rajas is imbalanced fully imbalanced tamasik right so like that is what it is sometimes tamasik is needed to restore the balance to make it satvik so when it is in small portions it is fine that's why its medicine is not food see it's not it's it's not bhojya we are talking about bhojya that means that which is food there is bhaksha snacks lehya right that which you just uh, lick and then the paniya so that is the, those are different things now what what he is talking about is that which is our regular food that we eat he says ayur vivardhana that which we give that which gives us long life what is the what gives us long life a food groups that give us long life right so what we will do we have seen this here let me is Uh, let me stop sharing and then say, share this okay okay so i have uh, you know i put this in the spreadsheet trivat karana right so trivat karana is everywhere uh, so the three in the so in the it is sattva rajas tamas right and we are looking at trivat karana of everything can you make oh. it bigger sunil oh so you're not able to see no. oh, okay yeah i can see it here thank you that's fine okay so here 
sattvika rajasa tamasa that that is what we are uh, we are uh, you know analyzing this sattvika rajasa tamasa food ahara is sattvika tamasa in the body there are uh, systems can i said system this is not this is not individual uh, identifiable things it's a system individual identification or manifestations of that system right so the most subtle most system within our body is tejas prana and oja okay so tejas is derived from sattva which is fire raja prana is derived from rajas which is vata and then oja is derived from tamas which is prati tattva right so it comes from those so if you look at this one within the if ojas part of it right is lo- loosely translated as our immune system right our immunity our our strength our inner strength oja oja valam like they say it's our in it is to ward off diseases that is the ojas it is the root of it or the seat of it is supposed to be in the heart heart has the ojas tattva right so that is the strength we have in terms of immunity that is called ojas that is derived from the which is you know anna the physical food the prati tattva tamas ojas okay then our prana the our uh, prana tattva comes from rajas which is vata you know our uh, the the quickness of our thinking and everything all of those things in the prana prana is just the life force within us because that's the one that transports things around in our body right without prana things will not move prana is the moving principle whether it might be blood it might be things you know that are moving around mainly heart the seat of prana is also in the heart and then in the uh, in the colon right so that prana is there so that is the that's the movement tejas tejas is the you know the glow of health right if somebody is very healthy you see that glow the skin glow of the skin that that glow is the tejas the glow of health that's that's the tejas right it's a, it's kind of like uh, it's not something it is an outcome right it's it's like the basic thing of of health the glow of health right that is now that is the the more very subtle one and then the three systems in which we are are pitta vata and kapha pitta pitta loosely translated as fire vata loosely translated as air and kapha loosely translated as water this is the three systems within the body that maintains the body which is always in imbalance right so that is what and these three systems so everything that the all the analysis in the all the, in the vedic system is all pitta vata kapha analysis right inflammation means high pitta uh, you know too much add adhd vata you know uh, too much uh, sleeping uh, laziness kapha so it's like one element will dominate or a combination of elements will dominate or a con- combination of these systems will dominate so if you look at what our dominant nature is of the body you know it might be pitta vata nature vata kapha nature kapha pitta nature it can be those of that 
why it is important to know your nature is what the there is a sanskrita in uh, in ayurveda there is something called as the uh, samanya vishesha which means like increases like unlike decreases the, the other which means you should eat opposite to your nature okay if you are let's say if you are pitta vata nature eating your food you should be kapha dominant if you are vata kapha nature your food should be pitta dominant like that if you are pitta kapha nature then your food should be vata dominant like that what you eat should be opposite of your nature of the body because if you eat according to the nature of your body then like increases like that means your dosha increases more it is imbalance so to to get the balance back what you have to do you have to eat that opposite to your nature but uh, it's basically saying that uh, um, if you are really sattva and you have that means you are going to have a lot of pitta which means you have to eat tamasic food No, 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 that's not, it's, the systems are derived from that. The systems are derived from that. But your sattva is basically pitta, vata and kapha in balance. So that is what sattva is. Balance. Okay. So it depends on what is more dominant. Uh, then that, that opposite to that you have to. Whatever your prakriti of your body is. opposite to it should be your food intake right which means first you have to find out the pvk which one you are are you pv vk pk usually it is combination of two two as in dominant two and not dominant one that's how it's going to be they'll find out from you know the pulse analysis and all of those things but you can also figure out like if you have a lot of uh, and your uh, you know lot of uh, inflammation problems and all that that means a pitta element is out of balance so that is there in your nature if you are always you know uh, uh, trying to go here and there quick th- thinking too much then there is a vatic element that is there right this combination of these two right if you if you put on weight easily and all of that that means the kapha element is more so you have to eat something which is opposite to your nature body's nature whatever your body's dominant nature the food intake should be opposite to that okay okay so now see trikarana right the framework of 3 panchikarana is the framework of 5 we have not dealt with this uh, in our 10 uh, big ideas so the framework of 5 says that this pitta itself is actually five things there are five systems within one pitta what is that pachaka pitta think of pitta as fire right the fire in the body pachaka pitta is what as we as it says the cooking fire which means what the digestive fire the intestine all of the hormones or you no know, all of the uh, you know like the hydrochloric acid and all the enzymes and everything whatever is there to digest food that is pachaka pitta mainly in the intestine right the small intestine stomach and all of those things that is pachaka ranjaka pitta what is ranjaka pitta that is the 
second that is that is the one that gives color to the body right it gives it gives the like it's it's the tissue level digestion right it's the liver uh, all of those things that that secondary digestion is called ranjaka pitta the second one sadaka pitta is important pitta what is that pitta that is the mental pitta that means sadaka that means the the power of sadhana or the power of sankalpa that means the fire in the mind of motivation one goal right that motivation to go achieve something that comes from sadaka pitta if there is no sadaka pitta there is no motivation it is the motive what we call drive the drive we say hunger right the fire in the belly it's not the fire in the belly it is a sadaka pitta fire in the belly is pachaka pitta but the real fire fire in the belly which means that the motivation the drive that comes from sadaka pitta it's a mental pitta right it's the drive in the mind so what the is motivation. ranjaka it is a body no ranjaka is is actually that which gives a color in the body it's more at the tissue level right it's it's called a secondary digestion it means pachaka is the first one ranjaka is the second one sadaka basically metabolism is probably ranjaka and panchaka is basically gastrointestinal digestion maybe Pro- correct probably that's how it is alochaka is in the eyes that means the pitta in the eyes that makes vision possible that uh, that is the alochaka pitta and then brajaka pitta pitta is uh, braj i have to think about that i think it's the skin color yeah brajana that's the skin color the eye color the skin color the hair color all of those things are determined by bhajaka pitta right so that is uh, these are the five pitta systems in the body when we say pitta it is actually five together uh, sunil so i have a question i mean not a question basically one of my person i know he is about 70 years old and he grew his hair natural hair on the top of the head and he mentioned me that after eating more honey i mean like not too much but at least two spoons a day he could grow natural hair so it is that because the one you are mentioning here i have no idea no honey is good oh, i have seen it yeah that's what he told me i i, I met him he's there in california right now visiting okay. from india yeah thanks so uh, the five system right and then vata again has the same five system prana apana vyana udana samana so their functions we already know right prana is the one that is bringing things inside it's it's maybe at the center so prana is lungs you know the uh, the the lungs upward right lungs heart and our all of the face brain pranas is in that mainly lungs in the heart right which means it's it's bringing things inside it might be sensory it might be things you know the way the swallowing the, uh, the air that we breathe in all of those things are prana vayu right not the life force but the prana vayu which is which is the main terror of the uh, you know the uh, the functions of the body right apana vayu that is the one which is elimination right it's taking all the what is what we call as this tavishta portion right all the uh, all the grossest portion of food water and all of those things and eliminating that right what in the brain see in, in in the brain the prana is is getting us the the sensory information what is apana doing in the brain 
Apana is where we forget, right? It's cleansing. If you don't uh, uh, deal with something for some time, Apana naturally clears all the memories or, or it puts it where it needs to be, right? That's in the brain, that's the system. Then Vyana. What is Vyana? Vyana is what? When we, when we, uh, it is the distributing prana. That means it takes from the heart word, right? So that is the distributing prana. Vyana is everywhere in the body. It goes from the heart to everywhere in the body. So it's kind of the circulation kind of thing. Everywhere in the body. Udana is the one that goes up. As in, that is when the, when the prana functions, that means vak, shakti, smriti, the brain activities, all, they are all controlled by the udana vayu. Samana vayu is the vayu of the intestines, which is the vayu that makes all the digestions happen, all the movements, all the things, you know, all the hormones, uh, that, you know, things that need to happen, you know, because remember, all, everything is inert without vata. So the vata is the one that opens the enzymes and let it flow, you know, things, peristalsis, where it's moving the food, all of those things are vata. So udana, right? why you, udana means the one which is goes up, right? And apana is goes down, is it? Correct. Udana is goes up. Correct. Apana is going down. It is the death. Apana is going down. Elimination. Right. So that is, uh, you know, excretion, um, all of under apana. Okay. Samana is uh, every, all the movements that uh, are required for uh, digestion. That is uh, this one. Means if you look at this one, Samana Vata is connected with Pachaka and Ranjaka Pitta, but mainly Pachaka Pitta. Pachaka Pitta, Samana Vata, they are all uh, this one. They are all connected, interconnected in systems. Okay. Kapha also has five kinds Kledaka, Avalambaka, Bodaka, Tarpaka, Shleshaka. So again, these are all. See, Kledaka basically is. When the fire element is there, that is Pitta, the fire will destroy it. So this has to be limited. So this is like the, uh, you know, all of the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, things that you need, the lining that you need to save. Like, for example, the stomach lining to save the acid from eating its uh, the own tissue, right? That is the Kledaka. Kledana means to, to humidify, to wet. That means it... It, uh, it, it limits the fire from self-destruction, right? All of these things, this, this is like uh, grease. It is greasing the system. All of the kapha systems are grease in the system. It is the grease. So the kledaka is the grease of the intestines. It's the stomach and the intestine, without which the pachaka will destroy the whole lining, right? When you get ulcer and all that, that means this is not protecting us. This is a protective layer. Then this no longer protects us. Then the Pachaka Pitta will destroy our lining. You get ulcers and all of those things will be because of that. When you have Pachaka without Kledaka. So if you look at the systems, Pachaka Pitta, Samana Vata, Kledaka, Kapha, together it makes the digestive system. Pachaka is all the acids and all everything that is required to digest. So it is equivalent to fire. 
Samana is one that moves things, right? It's taking the food, mixing it with the, all of the uh, uh, acids, taking it uh, across uh, the intestines and all of that thing. Kledaka is the linings that are protecting uh, the, the whole of digestive tract from self-destructing, from injury, from, from these things, right? So that these things, these three together make things happen. One thing missing, when, uh, when uh, the movement is not there, what happens? Constipation. So all of the require, you require all of those. It needs to be constantly working. Avalambaka is very important. Uh, kapha, Avalambaka means the Kapha, that is basically the cleansing system in the whole body, right? I, I forget what it's called. Uh, the whole system where it is like the water going around. Uh, lymphatic you, Lymphatic Lymph, lymph, yeah. All of the lymph and all of those things uh, that the body depends on uh, for cleansing and, and all of that. All of that system, uh, that's all Avalambaka. Like bodhaka, uh, like when we drink, the uh, element of satisfaction that we get uh, here is bodhaka is, is when we, you know when when we when we uh, understand something, all of those things comes from that. Uh, bodhaka is that understanding. Tarpaka is satisfaction. So without tarpaka uh, tapa, we don't get any satisfaction. It gives you the sense of satisfaction is tarpaka. Right? Shleshaka, I, I think it's a mucosal or something. Uh, where uh, So these are five systems. Basically lymphatic, mucosal, lining, and all of those things that come under the kapha system. Right? It's basically protective, greasing, making things work. Okay? So these three are in fives. So everywhere in Vedanta, uh, it is three and five. Right? A lot of uh, this one. And Agni is four types of Agni we have. Agni is actually metabolic rate. If you have a lot of um, you know metabolism, that means you know if as it is rate, it's more of Agni is there. Sama Agni is what we want. Sama, we want Agni to be balanced. Manda Agni means what? Very hard to digest, right? As you get grow older. Should you eat a lot or you should you eat less? Less. Why? Because uh, the digestive power, I guess, decreases. That's the fire. The fire is manda. Manda means the fire is small. So what happens if you pour a lot of firewood on the small fires? You're putting it off, right? So when this fire is small, don't pour too many things into it. So your intake as you grow older and older should come less and less. This is also called digestive fire, right? This is Tikshnagni is what? Tikshna is too much. Acidity, ulcer, uh, you know, all of those things. That is, that is. Vishamagni is, it's, this is Sama, this is Vishama. That means people with Vatic nature, sometimes it's Tikshna, sometimes it's Manda, it is like very, Fire is very so that is that is because of water. The three kinds of fire. Okay, so now we have seen this. I'll what I'll do. We'll go back to uh, Gita. Okay, 
So now Krishna is saying, what is Sattvika food? Now think of all the basics that you have, right? So he says, Ayur Vardhana. Ayur Vivardhana. Vivardhana means is more. That which increases lifespan. That is Sattvic food. What is that? Coke, Coca-Cola. That means think of this. The very, very uh, easy way of understanding this is what? If you eat it every day, if you drink it every day, will it give you long life? So that is how you have to analyze. If you are eating something, if I eat every day thing, will that give me long life? If it does not, then it does not come under Satvik food. See, Krishna is not mentioning things by name. He is giving the idea. What is Satvik? That gives you long life. That is helps in giving us long life. In Ayur Vardhana, Vivardhana, long life. Okay. Sattva. What is Sattva? That means it has to Shuddha It should give us Shuddha Buddhi. That means when you eat some, when you eat spice, do you think it gives you Sadhu Buddhi? It does not. It is Rajasi. It's, it agitates us, right? It agitates stimulation, agitation. The food should not stimulate or agitate. Right? That's, that's what is called as Sadhu. That means it has to give you sadhu buddhi. Then what? Arogya. It has to give you health. Again, when I eat what I am eating today, every day, is it going to be make me healthy and uh, you know and uh, energetic or not? If not, then that is not sattvic. Arogya, right? Bala. That's energy, right? It has to give you. It has to make you very energetic. Is it giving that? That is not sattvic. Sukha. Preeti. What is the difference between Sukha and Preeti? Sukha will be... Preeti is tongue-dominated maybe and Sukha ah. is mind-dominated. Yes. See, if what, what the uh, this one says, the uh, Gita Vritti. Sukham Sukrudu Upabhogopi Bahukalinam Sukham Preeti, Preeti Rupa, Bhoga Kalinam Sukham. So Preeti is Bhoga Kalina Sukha. Preeti is the Sukha desire. Is Preeti, Sukha. Is, Preeti is Okay. So Bhoga Kalina Sukha means what? When you are eating, it makes you happy. That is called as Preeti. Okay. But then, after eating, if it still keeps you happy, that is sukha. So a food that is taste, that is when you are eating it, you are happy, and then you stay happy for a long time after eating, that is sattvic food. But when it is happy when you eat it, but then later on, you know it is we are very unhappy because something has gone wrong within your body, that is not. Uh, food at all. I mean, a lot of people will say, you know, drinking alcohol, they're happy, and after that, they they are happy, uh, have a good night's sleep. You know, <laughs> that's why they no, consume no. alcohol because they're happy. 
<laughs> so uh, that's not necessarily sattvic words it's intoxicant exactly that's why he says madhya here we will say this we will we'll, we'll look at tamasic what krishna says right then he says sukha priti vardhanaha rasyaha it has to be very tasty the food has to be tasty and juicy it cannot be dry it cannot be pringle chips right that is not that is not sattvic food the food we should have a lot of juice should have a lot of taste in it, in it. be a mixture of the six tastes right that's called rasya what are the six tastes should we so spicy okay let's let's go back to this one hold on shadruchi okay what is that ah so here right madhura rasa madhura rasa is sweet and it is the only independent rasa that means it's the only rasa that we can eat on its own everything else should be in combination right amla rasa is what amla rasa is sour taste sour you cannot say just eat the sour right it it has to be in combination with spice and salt and all of that lavana salt katu spice tikta what is tikta bitter kashaya is what is called as astringent right that's uh, honey is astringent uh, coffee is astringent uh, all of those things are astringent that is like uh, it's it's not sweet it's kashaya kashaya right? bitter right most of the kashayas are bitter no no kashaya taste yeah kashaya taste is not bitter it is it is kind of spicy bitter kind of thing so these are the six rasas madhura rasa amla rasa lavana rasa katu rasa tikta rasa kashaya rasa what did you say katu is can you repeat that katu is spice spice yeah pepper mm-hmm. chilies all of those things are katu okay all of our masala they all come under katu lavana actually amla katu lavana okay so now these rasa derived from these swadas are derived from the navarasa right shringara hasya veera adbhuta shanta vibhatsa raudra karuna bhayankara but why this is important i also have captured this right so i said you have to eat uh, opposite to your nature of the body let's say you are highly vata what which food is which taste is good for you if you are high vata all the increase one oh increase. you need to decrease the vata or increase yeah you if your vata is is high in the body too much okay if you have if you have to eat the food which is opposite to madhura amla lavana if you have a lot of fire what you should eat should you eat katu spicy food if you have a lot of pitta in the body no because it increases more pitta your bitter decreases it 
Madhura, sweet is the major one. Sweet and bitter. Kashaya. Kashaya increases both Vata and Pitta. It decreases Kapha. Right? So like that, what taste you have to dominate uh, is dependent on so here, Sunil, when, when you say kashaya, it's not the kashaya like what they prepare in Ayurvedic. It's, it's no, a no, I'm not talking about kashaya preparation. I'm talking about okay. taste. Okay. It's not chavanprash, right? It's, uh, it's a taste is a taste called kashaya. Yeah. And chavanprash is a lehim, right? That will be a lehim. Lehim is <laughs> Okay. So this is this is the uh, the taste. That means when you eat, it should be pre-tikara. That means it should taste good, and it should have all of these swada. Rasya means that one. It should be tasty. It should be a mix of all of these rasas. Okay. And then let's go back. Right. Nikdaha. It should be oily. There should be a lot of oil in it. So all this dry food doesn't work. Krishna says food should have a lot of oil. Ghee. Should be a lot of ghee. Right? That is satrika. Lot of ghee, milk, milky fats, butter, ghee. That is snigdha. Right? Yeah, of course, this is like uh, if you have a heart disease, then you cannot do that. Right? That means that which gives back the balance might not be this. So what this is saying is this is healthy. If you have something in imbalance, you cannot eat this. Then that will not be satric for you. Right? So we have to be very careful. Okay? Very important is thing. Thira food means what? That means once you have eaten it, you should not feel hungry for a long time. Your food should be like that. Right? Which means what? Carbs, lot of carbs, right? In the food. Eat a lot of white rice, lot of chapatis. Is that Thira? No. Why not? Because it will not keep you satiated for a long time and you'll feel hungry. Yes. You'll feel, you know, if, if you're eating food and, you know, the next 20 minutes later you feel hungry, that is not satiated food. Basically, they're asking to eat low glycemic index food uh, that, that, that doesn't contain refined carbohydrates. Correct. So, that is, you see, that means... Krishna will not say all of those things. He'll say the food should be stira. So now we have to come down to, oh, what? Oh, this is low glycemic index. That means the food will stay on for a long time. What is that kind of food? That is satric food. But alone, right? I mean, it should be together. So we cannot just pick and choose. That means that khridya. Khridya is very important. Khridya means what? It should be like give, give you uh, joy when you see it. Darshaniyam. Kridyam darshaniyam. That means why, you know, like some food look like meat. They make it look like blood, meat, 
that is not the food to eat that's not uh, sattvic it should look like nice fresh something that is inviting it should not look like uh, some dead animal and all of those things so food should be khridya that means it should be hearty in the sense that it should be uh, something that you look forward to looks good like the presentation of the food uh, it's very important right that is sattvika priya that means if you look at the first line and the second line second line is a description of the what the food is the first line is the what its effects are right what krishna is saying the food that you eat be a mix of all the tastes it should be very rasya lot of taste it should not be like a dry thing it should be a mix of all the juices the tastes all of them should be good good uh, should be there part of it that's rasya which also means it has to have all the six rasas snigdha fatty there should be fatty element in it stira that means once you eat it it should stay in your stomach for a long time you should not feel hungry again for a long time khridya it should look good right the food should be like this and then when you eat it it should be ayurvardhana it should give you long life when you keep eating that every day it should be sattva it should give you sadbuddhi effect on the mind and that's the reason why we uh, looked at the chandogya upanishad is why it's sattva that means its influence should be sattvic right and we will see the food groups that's the next one bala it should give you give us the strength the endurance the energy it's more than the physical strength it's the energy that we have right it should give you energy it should not drain us of energy it should give us energy arogya health health giving pre sukha and preeti when it, when you eat it it should be tasty and after some a long time also you should look you know it should feel the same thing right you should feel sukha it should not like when it is eating good and then you have diarrhea that means it's preeti but without sukha right that that is you know it should be when you eat it it should be good after long time the parina the effect on the body should also be good right you should feel happy it should be chitta prasannata shanti all of those things comes from should come from the food when it is that it is sattvic got it correct sir okay so then we'll we'll see the other two and then we'll go back to the spreadsheet to look at the the foods okay now what is rajasa krishna says katu amla lavana ati ushna tikshna right ruksha vidahinaha ahara rajasa rajasasya ishta dukha shoka amaya pradaha what is in in one summary what is rajasa food dukha shoka amaya pradaha amaya means disease food that disease to the body and the mind basically food that is imbalance that gives disease to the mind that is rajasa and the body and the mind it is dukha what is the difference between dukha and shoka 
I think same as between um, Preeti and uh, Sukha, like you said, Shoka is like like um, short term, and Dukkha no. maybe long diseases, no. long term chronic. So Dukkha is mental pain, like in the mental Dukkha means mental suffering. Shoka is physical suffering, pain. But the physical manifestations, like for example, when when the tears come. That is called shoka in Sanskrit. There is a difference between shoka and dukkha. When somebody is like shouting in pain, that is shoka. It is a out physical manifestation of suffering is called shoka. The mental manifestation is called dukkha. Okay, so that means the dukkha should give you mental, uh, you know, suffering. and physical manifestation of that suffering right for example when you are cutting onion what happens you are getting tears right so is is onion uh, satvika no <clears throat> Onion is rajasika. It's a stimulant, right? Garlic is rajasika, stimulant. But again, garlic. This is seeds, food, but not medicine. Garlic is a very good medicine. So as a medicine, it's not a no. As a food, it's a no. That means as every garlic, you cannot because it's a stimulant. but as a medicine garlic is yes it's still sattvic because it re- it removes the imbalance provides digestive capabilities and all of those things so that is very important aspect of garlic which is a good thing okay so what is rajasik it's a two extremely spicy extreme people who like extreme spicy food right amla extremely sour food lavana extremely salty Or a mix, uh, basically, katu amla lavana is what? Masala, garam masala, right? It's a mix of salt, spice, and sour. All the elements make it garam masala, right? That kind of thing. Extreme spicy, extreme salty, extreme sour. All of those things. There is no balance in it. So ati, that is called Krishna saying ati. So ati katu, ati am. Ati lavana, ati kato amla lavana. All of these things where the taste is extreme, like it's it's like you eat the spice and it your uh, your your tongue, it's burning, right? So all of those things. Ati ushna, too hot, eating too hot. If you like eating too hot, it is rajasik, right? Ati tikshna, what is tikshna? that burning right when 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 it goes inside it burns and if people who like that burn that is that is uh, that is rajasik what is ruksha ruksha means which has no juices dry no juice bubble gum bubble gum is sattvic food nirasha tamasik right 
ராஜசிக் you know once once you eat pickle if you are getting uh, you know all the acid are coming out that is called vidahina see vidahina right vidahi visheshana dagdham right it is so that means so the, when acid comes out what do you call that the uh, it's called something no that uh, reflux disease reflux disease acid reflux vidahina means acid reflux you get the chest burning if after food if your chest is burning that means you you are you and you like that burning that means you are confirmed rajas you could have excluded a pickles so yeah, pickles <laughs> see that means it is showing lord rajas is taking over yes okay. right so ahara rajas rajasya ishtaha pradaha that means what this could Uh, in extremely spicy extremely sour extremely salty extremely taste stimulating extremely hot burning acid reflux inducing these kinds of foods are liked by rajasas and what does it do it suffer give you suffering in the mind and it gives you suffering in the body it gives you pain right amaya prada it is disgusting these are the foods that induce disease moderate you cannot eat too much spice too much you know like they say the salt intake or the sweet intake that we have these days the the one that we eat in one day is equivalent to the lifetime lifetime of sweet intake of or or of uh, you know the people back in the stone age what we eat in one day that was their intake of sweet and salt for their whole life that is what it is increased to so you know that is how it is the food has become now right so that is these are the ahara these are the the food that the rajasas like what is tamasa like yatayamam gatarasam puti paryushitam chayat uchchistam api cha amedhyam bhojanam tamasa priyam so tamasa is what stale yatayama is meant after preparation of food if you eat it after 3 hours it is yatayama stale food eating stale food that means eat fresh cook and eat warm is what krishna is saying if it is yatayama if you prepare for one week and keep it in fridge what is it satvik rajasik tamasik tamasik the more the shelf life the less is your life that means if if a food is stored right and it is not eaten fresh that is yatayama 
stale food. We should not eat stale food. And stale food is basically tamas. Tamasic. And it induces tamas. Lethargy and all of those kinds of things. Right? Yata yamam. Eat fresh. Gatarasam. You know, like you, if you keep uh, apple in the, in the fridge and then when you cut, it is dry. There is nothing there. It is dead. The food that is in the fridge, they dead, right? There's no rasa. What what is it? Uh, more the shelf. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. Right? So that means gata rasa means what? Basically, it is alive, but it is nirjiva. Nothing is there in the food. Right? Makedis. Nothing is there in the it is basically dead. Nothing like you know. Keep it for 10 days, not even ant will come. That is the tamas. That is tamasic kind of food. It has a lot of preservatives. It's something. It is lifeless food. Basically, lifeless food is tamasic. That's gatarasa. Puti means what? Bad. Smelly food. What is it? Smelly food. What is what is, see, puti durgandam. Puti means durganda, smell, worst smell food, you are enjoying it. People who are enjoying that food, which is smelling like bad, that is puti gandam, that is tamasic. Okay. Paryushitam, dinantara, dinantara, dinantara pakvam. That means what? You cook today, it is already stale. You are eating tomorrow. That is called Pariyushitam. In Canada, it's called, uh, what do you call that? Spoiled food. You know, spoiled food, it gets the small, the, the, it's a smell, right? The food that smell. Like if you put coconut, you know, if you keep for some time, you know, it smells bad, right? That's Pariyushita. Uchistam. Uchistam is leftover. See, that's if you look at the more. Sunil, uh, which category does fermented food come under? Tamasic or? Fermented food come under Tamasic. But fermented so food even, is good. See, again, as a bojana, it's not good. No, as I was a, thinking in terms of um, you know your idli, dosha, or even yogurt, which it's is good. fermented it's good. in a way. Yes. Is, is it tamasic or is it? No, no, no. Sattvic? See, fermented up to a level is good. Okay. So, alcohol is fermented to a bigger extent. So fermented is pungent, the same katu? Fermented is amla, no? It is uh, sour. Sour, okay. Sour, sour, yeah. Right? Uchistam means leftover. That means you go to a restaurant, you cannot eat, you put it in the to-go box, you keep, you eat the, you know, if you go older, more traditional people, they don't eat leftover food. Uchistam is also leftover from your own as well as leftover from others. Somebody's eaten half, you cannot eat from their plate. Okay, so you cannot do Uchistam Bojana. Leftover food is tamasic. 
Also, Sunil, um, for fermented food, also there is a time, right? Like you cannot eat like dosha and all. We shouldn't eat um, in the evening, uh, including curd. Uh, for yogurt, definitely not in the evening because of uh, katha element. It is, it is uh, even the, you know, the Charaka uh, Samhita itself says, Nanakto Dadi Bujeta. Do not eat yogurt in the night. Yeah. Because it, it creates high elements. Mucus. It is mucus inducing. So you should not, uh, yogurt should not be eaten. Right? So sarpi is good. Buttermilk is good. Then amedya. What is amedya? The food that is not offered to God. That is called amedya. That means, if you have not done Naivedya, if you have not said Sarvam Krishna Pranamastu Bhoja, you know, like in the traditional, they do, uh, they cook the food, offer it as Naivedya, and then they eat. Even, even here, they do the prayer to the Lord, right? You know, they have, when, when, you, when the family is sitting on, at the table, do the prayer, and then eat, even among Christians. If, you, if the food is not done like that, it becomes tamasic. Even though the food quality might be sattvic, if it is amedhya, it becomes tamasic. That means that when you are eating, the eating has to come with offering to the devatas first. It has to be offered first. Then it becomes medhya. Then it becomes punya. Right? It cannot do chista. Like there are, there are cultures where everybody will eat from the same place. Right? That's the uchista bojana. That becomes tamas. Right? So basically, food that is stored, food which is lifeless, food that does not spoil, food that spoils that we eat, food that is, you know, uh, leftovers, our own leftovers are leftovers of others, food that is unoffered, all of those kind of things come under tamasic. It not only causes disease, it's bojanam tamasapriya. Tamasa, people with tamasic nature love those kinds of food. And if we eat those kinds of food, our manas will get into that kind of thinking. Okay. So that is very important. So from all the three, what you get, so if you look at Tathvik is what? Ayurvardhana. It is fresh. Eating fresh. Right? Eating which? It is lifelong, right? It gives you long life. Uh, lifespan. It gives you sadbuddhi, strength, energy. Very, you feel energetic after eating. Arogya makes you healthy, right? Sukha and preeti. It is very good to taste at the time of eating as well as much later. Then rasyaha. It's, it's, it has all the six tastes. It's juicy, tasty. Snigdaha is there in a in it. Stiraha, after eating which, you don't feel hungry for a long time. And then, uh, Stiraha, Khridyaha, which is very pleasing to look at. Right? It is not looking like a dead body or like, uh, you know, bad things. It doesn't eat, like when you look at it, it doesn't eat bad thinking in you. In you. Ahara, Satvika, those kinds of food, the Satvika, basically, 
it's not extremes in taste it's a mix of taste it's fresh it's giving it's energy giving and that's very you know it has together a lot of uh, you know milk and and uh, oils and everything are there and then you eat it it does not induce hunger for a long time and then it's very pleasing to see and then it is offered like look at the other it's offered to god naivedya has been done right there's no extremes of taste is not too hot too cold comes under tamas too hot comes under rajas right so none of it's mild right it's it's cools down and then you eat after it's cooled down you eat warm food not hot food right so all of those things come under satvika food all these are satvika okay extremes of taste extreme spicy extreme sour extreme tea uh you know and and then extreme uh, sweet will go under tamas and then uh, and then extreme hot and then uh, and then uh, something that that burns uh, in our tongue and and alimentary canal that which you get a uh, reflex after eating all of those things and those those are the kinds of food that is rajasic in nature and those induce disease in us dukkha they give dukkha while eating it and they'll give dukkha later on and later on then then the stale food the stale food that is stored is bad basically what krishna says stored food is bad it's spoiled juices are gone it's basically dead food it's bad smelly food it is spoiled food it is leftover food and there is unoffered god or and cold food because you know the rajas is ati ushna ati shita is cold drinking ice water with food drinking all of this extreme drinking that is all come under tamas right bhojanam as a priya tamas as like that okay so these are the trivat karana of the food we eat now yeah, we have about 20 minutes let's go back to uh, try to capture a few things okay so food groups okay so i put uh, the groups here right shuka dhanya is like you know cereals grains see the driving factor in the in the diet in india has been varieties right so if you look at the food that we are eating today the industrialized food most i would say about 60 to 70% of the calories that we get comes from two grains the two grains rice and wheat rice and wheat or maybe wheat 70% and what is that maybe wheat and corn no no rice and wheat rice and wheat what is, what we eat or are you asking in general what people are eating oh but 70% of the calories come from wheat and rice i mean you can add corn if you add corn again maybe a little more but the variety is destroyed by industrialized food production what it does is, is you know you standardize on a couple of things and then you maximize that right 
now what has happened is you know people are basically a staple food is either wheat or or rice but if you look at the indian uh, scenario there is all of the uh, you know the, not just there are so many varieties of cereals even rice so many of them brown rice this rice that rice uh, in india itself had uh, i think 100 uh, hundreds of varieties of rice they they used to grow and it used to grow in different ele- uh, environments rice that grows in different ele- uh, you know uh, environments millets a lot of intake of millets right so one thing that is very important for us in the shuka dhanya shuka dhanya is you should diversify from two all of them is a question so that means the very important thing is to diversify from the two main staple elements rice and wheat and corn and to go into millets go into different varieties of rice go bring diversity in the staple food very is very simple curry should come from various sources not from two main sources right that is that shuka dhanya should be diversified shibi dhanya is like legumes right the best legume is what which is the best legume protein source legumes are a lot of uh, vata inducing so you cannot eat a lot of legumes but which is the best legume the bengal gram green gram oh yeah moong mudga yes moong dal it's the most balanced no vata nothing will happen it is very very nutrient uh, rich green gram so in the shivadhanya green gram is is the is the most sattvic and the best food which punches a lot lot of nutrients you know what what they do um, what is that not cheer but uh, you know when when you break the fast you eat that what is that oh abu sabudana sabudana ha ye kuttu bhi ho sakta hai kuttu bhi you you made it, make it out of mudga right it's you make it out of green green gram no sabudana is not that sabudana is like not, not sabudana then what is that green gram that uh... mento No, no, no. Green gram, the food that's made out of green gram. Is it a porridge? Huh? Is it a porridge? Porridge. What is the name? Tell me the Tamil name. Kanji. No, no, no. We just call it kanji because it's, it's called pesala. 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 Pesala is green gram. Mung dal. Green gram. Mung dal is green gram. Mung dal. Mung dal is the best. Yeah, mung dal is the easily digestible and the best. They use it in kichdi. Rice and mung dal is what is there. Kichdi, yes, kichdi, kichdi. So kichdi, right? It's the most nutritious, very light, very, very, very nutritious, and comes under sattvic. So under shuka dhanya, it is you have to maintain a lot of variety and diversity, right? Add a lot of millets and and you know the sources of this this staple. has to come from a lot of various sources the grains from various it you should not limit yourself to just rice one kind of rice white rice you should you should have many kinds of rice 
many kinds of uh, you know quinoa, quinoa, and then you have uh, you know you have millets, very very different kinds of millets, um, all of those things. You know that is very very important to add those, you know once once a week. You know if you. Quick question, Sonil. Yes. Yeah, I mean, when you say mung, uh, did you mean the green mung, which is the gota, or the mung dal, which is the broken yellow one? No, it's both are the same. No? Okay, but they well, don't make the whole, uh, whole aspect the, the same, right? Yeah, whole yeah, aspect is the same. Yeah, it's the same, aspect. same, but we don't make kichdi with the green gently. So I just want a little. Uh, yeah, yeah, split, split is also okay. But it is the most nutritious. I mean, it is like the best and the most sattvic is the kheer. Or not kheer, I mean the kichdi, kichdi. Green gram. Yeah, you can actually make paisam or kheer out of it too. So like you can say kichdi or pongali. They say in South India they call pongali. Pongali, yes. It's the same thing. They use it mung dal and rice. Yes, yes. Pongali and all that stuff. Yes. So that is, that is, these are the two. Meat, mamsa, it is heavy. Right? It has a lot of kapha element. Especially meat is divided into herbivore and carnivore. Right? Carnivore is a no-no. The prana is second level prana. So it is uh, the carnivore is never eaten. So all of this crocodile delicacies and all of animals uh, that is not uh, that is a no no. But the herbivore, when the meat is eaten, even in the ancient times, it was in very limited. But with the understanding that it is very rajasic, and when it is taken too much, it is very tamasic, because meat is very heavy. Meat is is, is a lot of tamas. Lot of kapha and tamas there. So yeah, the problem, so the problem, Sunil, is industrialized meat has hormones, so it creates a yeah. lot of hormone imbalance in yeah. the body. So that means, <clears throat> on top of all of this, you know that in in Samskrita, in in Ayurveda, it's called a satmya. See, satmya means what? Satmya means it has to be very pure, come from a pure source. So we say, you know, we. Uh, all of these millets and all of those stuff, but then if they are using all of these, uh, you know, uh, things that you know, all the fertilizers and all the things that they use, that makes it makes it kalushitam. That means it's it's the, the satsmya is gone. Satsmya is very important. That means it has to come from a good source. When cooking, the, you know, it should be pleasant mind. We should not be angry when we are cooking. So you know, all of those things are there. And and so that is another element you have to add on top. You can eat with all of those uh, together, but we have to cut out as much as possible and try to. I mean, it's not like you cannot do it overnight. These are not the things you can do overnight, but you need to know what is the right thing to eat, and then you know go to a source that that is satmya. So like you know that industrialized is not satmya. But then again, you know, there's where's the other source, right? So we are limited by uh, all of those things, right? You know, it's cheap, cheap produce, highly available. Everybody goes for that, low cost. You know, low cost is the driver for everything, right? So that is what is going on. So satmya should be added to every one of this. It should come from a pure source. It should come from a pure source. Okay. So meat again, if it is a pure source, meat is not nishiddha. 
you know people were eating meat in india also you know it is not it is not any controversy you now it is there if you the mahabharata you see that but then it was not a everyday thing it was a, it was kind of a once in a while or, or kshatriyas were eating it a little regularly but it was all herbivores there was no carnivore right and and then uh, it is pure source but the okay. only caveat is the pranic energy in a dead body yes. is very low pranic, so yeah. Yeah. that's the problem yeah. right so like when you eat shuka dhanya you are eating live food so basically it comes from the plants which is the basic source of energy to us directly so the prana is the best right i said prana is absorbed through air first to water second the food third so the best source of that prana is shuka dhanya right all of the veget- vegetarian vegetable stuff but not onion garlic and not not those pungent vegetables which that is still rajasic so just vegetables doesn't mean they are good they are sattvic and rajasic as well and tamasic right legumes right there are there are the you know mudga and all of that right um, masura is lentils very good but you cannot eat too much you know of it but lentils are very good too right but then there are you know all these bengal gra- all the uh, grams and all that which are becomes vatic if you use it frequently but they are all very good nutrition great source of nutrition right meat is heavy but also packed with nutrition shaka is veggies which you, you should have veg- you know all the vegetables you should eat different kinds of vegetables Uh, other than the tamasic and rajasic vegetables which is like uh, it, it can be taken as a medicine but not as food okay fruits are number 1 sattvic fruits are number 1 sattvic right that means you know when whatever krishna has said fruits fall under the category of sattva sattvic food all the fruits very nice good fruits banana apple pineapple everything all of those things that's the best source of energies fruit nuts are also sattvic almonds peanuts all of those things also come under sattvic milk very sattvic ghee supremely sattvic we should all be on regular consumption ghee milk fruits right and of course variety of vegetables variety of cereals cereals should be changing if you eat one day rice then after six days you should be eating eating rice next day should be wheat then a millet some you know variety no it should not be the same thing legumes right meat fruits kshira varga kshira varga is our milk milk and milk products butter all of those things very good again when i say satmya milk right the milk itself industrialized milk is asatmya milk Right? so nil what about cheese good but as long as it's not made out of industrialized because industrialization has blood pus and antibodies antibiotics in the in the milk yeah that's all no, that's food. true that is you know that is the thing right that's the limitation of something which is good is come from a bad source that means it's not it's good but it's not satmya that means if the source is bad there might be you know kalushita all of these things are there so but kshira uh, varga is very good like assuming it's a pure source it's come directly from let's say a milk farm and all of that 
milk, butter and all of those things. Very, very good. Ghee, supremely good. Never ever give up ghee. Ghee should be there every day. Especially for your kids. Right? Ghee, ajya is supposed to be sthira. That means once you eat, it will sit within our body uh, for a long time. It's very, very good. Shira, shira varga. Of course, water. Lot of water should be uh, drunk every day. Madhya. So this is where, uh, this is the fermented, right? Fermented. We should be eating fermented food. But to a less extent, not, not too much. There should be a, one part of our food should be fermented, which is, which is basically, you know, when we, when we drink uh, buttermilk, a sarpi, it's called sarpi, right? It should be fermented. Uh, all of those are fermented food. Very good because it has the amla element, the sour element that comes from the fermented food. And that's very good for us. Uh, eat as part every day as part of our diet. Sugary. So ikshuvikara is all of the uh, sugar sources. Again, you know, sugar is not, not just sugar cane, right? Sugar sources can be from jaggery is what the, you know, when, when they said ikshuvikara is basically they were jaggery. So everything they used to eat, uh, our sugar was jaggery. Right? It was not less and less of processing, right? See, think of processing as satmya, uh, asatmya. That means the more you process, the more the purity you lose. The more you try to polish the rice and make it white, the more the nutrients you are destroying and the more asatmya it's Right? For industrial we should be cheese, eating. Uh, culturing, they use the intestines, uh, skin. So, <laughs> for industrialized cheese production, they use the intestines of uh, animal intestines, you know, part yeah. of the cheese culture. So, <laughs> yeah, so we should be aware of what the process is. But I don't know, Sunil. I've heard that, like, uh, I've asked people and they say that paneer and all is not very good. Why is it not good? Like I, because traditionally, maybe because it's traditionally we don't make it like it's not was not part of Indian food at least generally like paneer. No, paneer. why not? Paneer, like I, I asked like uh, one Ayurvedic doctor in uh, Kerala, and he said no, you and of course he's uh, uh, you know very strict Brahmin, and he said no, you're spoiling milk and making it so uh, it's better to avoid it. It's not our traditional food. No, no, no. Paneer is good only. It's all milk products, right? See, milk, milk, buttermilk, butter, ghee, paneer, all of these are good. I, I, I don't see anywhere where paneer is good, uh, is bad. I don't know any reasons. Uh, I don't know. But they all come under Shiravarga. These are all milk products. And these are all sattvic. Milk products are sattvic with the caveat of the process. What has gone in it, you know, we never know. But assuming everything is a pure source, then the milk product, milk varga, kshira varga is very, very sattvic. Especially ghee. Do not ever give ghee, saying it's no fat, low fat and all that stuff. No. Ghee is very good. Okay. And even now, see, if you look at all the low fat research, they found out that it's a uh, it was all, the money came from people who are uh, in the sugar products, right? The enemy is the sugar, not the, not the fats. So this is, right? this is good. Ambu Varga, Madhya. Madhya is not just wine. 
um, where the content the more the content of the alcohol increases the fermentation increases then it becomes tamasa but under limited as long as it's just fermented it is going to be uh, good it's good but it uh, it comes under rajas right but it's good some it's uh, something that should be part of what we intake uh, on a daily basis sugary of course it's more of jaggery than sugar sugar cane sugar it is jaggery uh, you know sugar the pol not the polished sugar uh, and not the uh, whatever the you know zero calorie sugar and all the stuff so that is spices of course uh, the very good for digestion uh, vata anti vata and all of those things that's good and kritanna varga is cooked cooked where cooked is also very good makes makes cooking is just digesting outside and then bringing it inside right so it should not be overcooked but some of them need cooking outside the agni outside will will digest it that is what cooking is is digestion pre digestion right and then you put it inside so which is also good so that is what so satvika whenever we say ayurvardhana sukha preeti arogya bala and all of those things fruits nuts ghee milk products they come on top they come under that category what krishna is calling satvika priya they in, uh, eat a lot of uh, fruits nuts ghee milk products all come under satvika their arogya bala everything comes there again if you are you know if you have a health condition where you cannot do that then it no longer is satvika remember satvika rajas can also become satvik tamas can also become satvik in a low quantity if it restores your health back to balance like i said right some garlic you might be able to take not as food but as medicine some of these are wine is a maybe a medicine for something who knows right so like if you look at uh, uh, charaka samhita he he talks about all of fermented food and all of those things so there is a talk of all of these things right and i i remember uh, i got one thing what is called um, takrarista so highly fermented right so that is that's a very good fermented food that's good for our uh, intestines right? it's basically digestion so those are all good but generally fruits nuts may be very good uh mudga green grams all of these are very good right and then variety is very good lot of uh, cereals and grains a variety of food is very good food that when you prepare should look good it should not look like dead dead animals or uh, don't make food like it's uh, meat uh, meat look like right it should not it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that right and uh, then uh, veggies are good again veggies are, it's like like in the middling because there are good veg uh, satvika rajasa tamasa right you, you should make sure that the highly stimulating veg uh, used uh, to but other veggies are you can use uh, like leafy vegetables uh, all of those are very good right colored different colors they should should be colorful lot of variety right that's the, that's the driving for uh, uh, satvik fresh colorful moderate taste warm that's the kind of food you should be uh, taking in do not store this cooked food for too long then it becomes tamas right 
so this is kind of general uh, you know uh, thing that krishna has given it's very powerful because you know it, it gives us a direction on on what is good to eat what is not good to eat right and uh, what is food what's medicine what is good in uh, large quantities what is good in good, uh, small quantities all of these things we should analyze and uh, use it in our daily life okay uh, any question no is this clear i mean satvik what are the satvik food that which gives us ayus arogya bala sukha and preeti good to eat long you know that good uh, feeling is there for a long time again in fruits you know we got watermelon for hcb it tastes like when uh, in a cardboard there is no sweet there in, you know again you know it's not satmya fruit is good but what happens to this fruit which has no nirasa you know the watermelon is there in all hcbs but then i have not found one which tastes again is nirasa so you know kal kaliyuga is going to be like this it's going to get harder and harder to get satmya satvika food right and so that's it is to it's it should be in our hands to go do it if you want this you need to go do it the system will not do it for us because that's about you know standard specialization you know building uh, doing you know low cost high quantity that is what they want to sell that is not satvik okay so generally that which induces sattva in us is for sure then nuts then uh, this one uh, of course water is is very good kshira milk and milk products ghee butter all of those things are satvika satvika vegetables which are not non stimulating vegetables very good greens very good green grams very good so all of these are should be part of the regular diet that you eat when it comes to grains and cereals well is good right you know just eat rice once a week wheat once a week different kinds of millets once a week so it will be one week you will have you know different 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 sources get lot of vegetables you know cook different different vegetables throughout the day right veggies meat very limited uh and then of course uh you know sweet jaggery is very good and uh and spices always use spices and then good you know moderate cooked food basically that's what kind of i put all those things together uh on what krishna said so krishna said these things are satvik when they are fresh when they are fruit and uh, nuts and things and and the rajasik will have extremes of taste that means in you know, extremely spicy extremely salty extremely sour extremely hot burning induces acid reflux and those kind of things that burn us and that we like that burn that is rajasik food and rajasik people like that they they tend towards that tamasik is stale that which is stored for a long time lifeless mcdis is a good example lifeless you keep it for a long time 
not even one ant will come and uh, touch it now that it will not even spoil right added so many things to it that it doesn't spoil nobody wants to touch it that is all tamasic food right putrid smelly and that which is not offered to god so offering it to god is very important before you cook or i mean after you cook offer it to god when you are starting to eat offer it to god very important it become makes it medya otherwise it is okay so these are all some guidelines krishna has given about what sattvic people like what rajasic people like what tamasic people like and also what we should do we should follow the sattvic way because that is the good influence that we'll have on manas okay so that is about ahara next one we'll see about yagna dana tapa and how what these different uh, three types of people how they worship how they do charity how they do the disciplines various disciplines what is the motivation for those and what we can and do ourselves he is going to teach us in the next part okay any questions so far has it has this been helpful uh yeah it is very helpful very great uh, work done by you and awesome i am really blessed i visited houston couple of months ago and then i came to met meet with you on of course phone and zoom it was it was a blessing for me uh, my visit to houston from california and okay. i think wanted to say like my i am a heart patient my pcp told me you should take uh, i mean wine at least 5 days a week then my cardiologist said the same thing so they put more emphasis on wine and my cardiologist says doctor i mean of course doctor is mr singh so he told me you know wives they call tv in punjabi so tvs are there with jhadu in their hands if we drink wine but wine is in need of body in america that's what he told me mm. thanks Yeah, yeah. That's the madhya. That's the that's the fermented one. No, no. And like you said, I think we should remember God. Any, any whenever I whenever I eat or drink something, I do recite "Am Vasno Bhutva Pranapande Mama Shrita Pranapan Sma Yukta Pachaminan Chatvidam." I recite this shloka. Yeah, yeah. That's Gita only. That's Gita. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you. Surilor Vinita here. The the session was very informative. I had a quick question. I don't know if this was discussed in the beginning of the session. I joined quite late, but wanted to check if there are any recitation or a, or a guidance on the way to eat. Is sitting and eat, eating is good, or standing eating is good, or sitting alone and eating is good, or with with you know other people. should we talk or should we silently eat anything of these yeah, kind yeah. of information available yes 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 uh, two things are for sure one is nothing should be done standing according to uh, you know uh, the veda the, the whole vedic literature you should be sitting to do you know you cannot you should not be standing to do things whether it's work or to sitting as in sitting down mm-hmm. right food sitting down uh work sitting down right they used to sit down to work 
so that that is that is for sure that is the the uh, the guideline that's been done maunam that means you should not when you are eating you should not speak that is a that is a guideline that's already given right these two sit down you cannot stand and eat you cannot move and eat that is not how you eat you have to sit down and eat this uh, you know like there is a, a famous saying whether it's meditation or food you should sit down and do those right uh, that is that's one guideline and then of course um, you know mauna is very important so you should not be speaking when eating is is the guideline sure thank you so um, when at least we were kids what we have seen our grandparents used to do is they used to sit alone and eat unless there was uh, some you know uh, function ceremonies at home where they used to eat together like pankti pankti mm-hmm. right pankti so yeah. yeah so otherwise i at least even remember that my father my grandparents used to eat a uh, sit in a, in a in a calm place and eat alone not as yeah. a you know family or get together every day every meal so that's why yeah, i might be that. because you know if you are eating by yourself then uh, it it stops you from speaking <laughs> yeah yeah you know five people in a pankti itself you know pankti means a batch of five it's yeah. five people pankti yeah pankti yeah five pankti people five people and so yeah and uh, that might be the reason why uh, they would be alone probably because of that yeah maybe to concentrate on what they are eating and to see ensure that they consume all the nutritions and everything of it for their body with the calmness yeah. and uh, and you know that acceptance of the food which helps in digestion so if if, if in case you know i have understood that right is what yes, i believe yes. okay thank you anything else has this been uh, good yes so it's important to uh, use this yes but uh, sunil the thing is that um, i was thinking about it like even if we know it we learn it but it's so difficult like no, especially no. See, visual- you cannot you cannot change overnight what you are doing to this yeah it has to be a slow, just one small change that's it that's all you need Yeah. because you know you just do one small change and then by one year you know you would have you would have been uh, like you would have started doing the right things most of this yeah i i i started doing that especially with white sugar and uh, we we only buy jaggery there's no white sugar and of course you know the sweets and all during diwali and all that you get has white uh, sugar in it uh, so in small quantity we do take that but no white sugar in the house so that has changed Uh, a lot yeah. like a lot of benefits and which reminds me uh, another thing right uh, the uh, agni part mm-hmm. like i said see the agni is usually emission of agni within a day is lunch before lunch the agni you know becomes more like mm-hmm. at the lunch time the agni is the highest right it becomes tikshna it becomes highest that means you are the largest quantity of food that you eat in a day should be at an around lunch time yes in the morning portion after that the portions of especially dinner and all should be very light 
Yes. So because Agni, as you as the day goes, uh, you know, like when it's evening and 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 later night, it becomes Mandagni. So you know, usually your dinner is at six, at at sunset. You cannot eat after sunset. Yes. So that is the traditional rule. Uh, and so and 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 that evening meal is actually always light. Yes. That is how they used to eat. That means you just just following the way the agni is. Your 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 biggest meals should be in the mornings, and by lunch that you should be done. Evening and all light food. That's it. I would like to add here something. I don't know whether you all have noticed that, like growing up uh, in India, we were I was brought up in Delhi, and uh, like we used to have dinner around nine o'clock. You know, like and I I remember most of my friends, everybody for everyone, it was the same thing. And after dinner, you know, you may go out for walk or something, um, but it was around nine o'clock. So when I came here, I was like really surprised, and I knew that traditionally you are supposed to eat early because you know when I used to visit my grandparents back home in Kerala every year, it was early. earlier than 9 o'clock and um, so those things when i came here it was again back to like 6:30 7 did you all see that like in india people are eating later and here it's the eating habits are better at least the timings are better no that that and it is good yeah it is definitely so it, good yeah i yeah. try to do like in the morning i try to cook and keep it so that we don't you know keep it in the refrigerator for long time but it's impossible to go and get grocery every day and cook every day it it is difficult and uh, unless you grow in your backyard so we do try but it's not it's not like the fully satvik <laughs> yes yeah 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 see remember yata yama you know what the measure of yama is no see there are, there are eight yamas in a day which means one yama is 3 hours So mm-hmm. you cannot store food for more than three hours. Yeah, that is what uh, you know. That is what the direction is, which is uh, difficult, but still, you know, that's something but, but that should, know, which should be a goal. But you know, like um, uh, Sunil, like for rice and all, there are uh, methods. Like to you add water to it, and next day actually, um, uh, it 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 increases in nutrition value or something like that. I don't know how to do that. My mom had said that you just add water and then next day. It's and not I... just the it's not just the nutrition, but it is the its effect on the manas. Uh-huh. It's the anima portion, right? It's not it's not the madhyama portion. Mm-hmm. So the the more you leave it, more than a yama, uh-huh. the anima portion will have a negative effect on the manas. Is what Krishna said. Tamas. It is mm-hmm. more of lazy and you know all those those kinds of inducing tamas. Hmm. Again, you know, this is there's a lot of things here which the environment in in which we live makes it very very difficult. So we can start doing things that are easy to, like you know, put more fruits intakes every day, nuts and all of those things. You know, all of that ghee use ghee profusely. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, as long as there's no health uh, thing, that is something we need to do. the other things has to be slowly done you know you can overnight like i said you cannot change from what you have been doing to suddenly you know i'll become satvik that's not possible it has to be a slow transition 
and then you know it's the whole industrialization is is created such a thing that it's very difficult for us to even if we want it is not available so that is a more ideological world view right you know can we do something you know that becomes that uh, that's a different thing but again so that's what is called satmya satmya means the means of production should be pure we doing to improve that can we do something right that's called satmya so that is that's a different point so you know all of those things are there so don't don't try to overdo things you know you'll swing to the other way because it is not uh, easy to uh, sustain this but again at least over a long term a uh, simple things like you know eat your largest meal before noon uh, mm-hmm. eat dinner uh, early light you know have a lot of fruits these are things that you can you know very very do that should be done and then the other hard stuff you have to just figure out how to do it yeah okay. sunil i have my comment like in our house even in india we used to like my mother used to make like black grams or white grams they will put it in the water at night and next day they will cook it yes that's the tradition i don't know why very good satvik satvik see they because the, the more the prana in in those because you are eating alive it's 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 already alive right you know it's 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 sprouting the sprouted which is very good the the, the quality of prana that comes from the sprouted uh, legumes is very good especially if it is green gram green gram is the best sprouting the green gram and eating is is the best nutrition uh you know charaka says that in all vagbata says that everybody says that so all of those things are very simple to add which is something that we can all add so nail one okay. question about green gram like is it all right to cook it like uh, when it's sprouted yeah i mean moderate cooking is for good mod okay okay so there's no is there a question i had a quick one uh, if there is time uh, i don't know whether i missed it coffee what is the point of view oh. <laughs> coffee <laughs> the coffee is is a kashaya right it's the uh-huh. the taste is kashaya uh-huh. the uh, taste uh-huh and it's a stimulant so any okay. stimulant is rajasik okay one cup a day is okay sir <laughs> you know i i i don't drink coffee that much but i drink tea which is also oh. a kind of like a, a stimulant yeah yeah but that is our uh, you know that is a necessary evil okay <laughs> i mean in the long term we should just try to give those up mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh, but it as long as anything is a stimulant uh-huh. uh it comes under rajasik rajasik okay thank yeah. you okay so we'll stop at this and then uh, we'll look at achara and and the triad of achara next next week after which we'll be done um, you know maybe another class or two classes and we should be done and then we'll keep 18th chapter after like in fall um and then uh, in the middle in a, you know i want to do geeta i mean not you know, i want to do gayatri mantra so but it has to be done not in zoom but it has to be face to face i can do one one or two on gayatri mantra gayatri uh before i've done it before but i want to offer it again in summer if there is a place to meet 
and uh, and then we can uh, come together uh, we can go over that okay that'll be great sunil okay then let's uh, with prayer om vasudeva satam devam kamsachano ramardanam devaki paramanandam krishnam vande jagatpuram om okay see you next week see you Thank you.